Who's ready? Let's chat. Welcome, welcome. I'm Brandi Davis, your parenting partner, and we're here to chat about all things kids and all things parenting. Let's get started, shall we? Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I am very excited because we have Fairmount's own Andre Wright, who is not just doesn't just do amazing things for Fairmount. He is honestly like a gift to the world. He is so amazing. He's so good. He just cares so much about people and kids and just everyone. So obviously I had to have him on and talk about what he is and who he is and what he does. Um, He's a person. That's what he is. Um, Andre, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, so a little bit about me and who I am. Um, <laughs> Andre Wright, born and raised in North Philly uh, from 29th and Master. Uh, <laughs> go Brewery Town. Uh, so I'm, I'm a native of Brewery Town, born and raised, uh, pub- educated in the public schools uh, growing up. I went to Robert Morris Elementary School, went to Volks when it was a middle school. Um, and then I went to Ben Franklin High School. Uh, after Ben Franklin, I went to college. I went to Community College of Philly, go CCP. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I currently coach basketball there. Just, I'm entering my ninth year as an assistant coach at CCP Basketball. And, um, you know, while in college, you know, I played basketball. And then I went to Newman University, where I played three years there and studied education uh went and played a little bit of pro basketball but then i ended up back in philly and when i got back to philly i got got a job working as a behavioral health worker uh in a public school and um things just kind of took off from there and um i never looked back i've been working with youth ever ever since nice and so you have giving go athletics. So can tell us a little bit about what that is and how that sort of works into what you do in, in all of the things of the world. Okay. So, um, giving go athletics is a, is a nonprofit organization. It's a father one C three. And, um, we specialize in sports-based youth development, using sports as a tool to teach people life skills and help people reach their full potential. Uh, started Give and Go as an idea of a way to keep youth engaged in positive programs and out of the streets and keeping them in a safe space and giving them access to people that can help them build skills and master skills. Um, so I started at Reynolds Elementary School with my partner, Caleb Jones, who was a therapist at the same time. And I'm not sure if anybody knows, remembers this, but in 2009, Uh, the school district of Philadelphia cut funding for extracurricular programs, uh, leaving kids with not many options after school. Uh, So what I did was partner up with Caleb and we started designing programs just to keep kids occupied during the hours of three to six and uh, started out just as a idea of something to do. It was no organization to it. It was just, it was as simple as seeing a need and then just trying to fill that need. And um, some of the teachers that the kids, you know, went to school with uh, noticed a change in some of the behaviors of those children and um, got some advice from some people to start a nonprofit so that we can put some money and some funds behind what we're doing. And maybe we could offer what we were doing to other kids. 
Uh, we didn't just use sports. We took a really outside the box approach uh, to trying to get kids who are interested in sports to tap in to other things that can help them reach their full potential. So uh, after some people got involved, we started a nonprofit, we started fundraising, we built a board of directors and um, started recruiting other people that had may have played sports and then retired from sports that wanted to get involved in the community. And uh, we created the platform Give and Go. And we called it Give and Go because it's like, so and anybody who knows sports who played hockey or played soccer or played basketball. So the concept of a give and go is when one person or one teammate has possession of the ball, he passes the ball to a teammate. And then when you pass the ball, you move into a better position. And then that teammate passes the ball back to you in position to score or to have some success. Uh, so what we do is we use that sports give and go concept to try to translate things into real life. Um, you know, taking people that have had some success in life, people who have funds, people who have time, people who have talents, uh, people who have knowledge and skills, trying to get people involved in our organization to give those talents and give those skills and give your time to these young folks and young people um, and help them get in a bit better position to score. So that same concept of a give and go in sports, we're trying to use that concept in life to try to help young people reach their full potential and maximize opportunities. Um, and it serves as a perfect platform because uh, a lot of people who have done great things, uh, they wanna give back to their communities, but they don't necessarily have the platform or they not, may not necessarily know the best way to make some impact uh, so setting up Give and Go as a nonprofit and then setting it up as a platform for people to give back just makes it easier for people who are in position to help. That's awesome. So wait, I have a question. So you were saying that like the idea is you guys do sports and stuff, but then you guys also do other things with these kids. So like what else do you do with them? Uh, so, of course, we, we, we branched it. Um, you know, again, it was the, or, the organization was set up to meet the needs of kids. So what we do is we evaluate the, the, the community to see what the kids want. And then we do our best to tr try to provide what their interests are. Um, so since starting with sports, we've branched off into providing arts opportunities, um, setting up music studios and bringing in uh, engineers and project managers and producers to try to teach kids how to, you know, podcast, how to uh, create commercial content, to, to how to make, make music and how to engineer themselves and maybe set up their own studios. Uh, we've uh, started a recess program um, in the schools, especially a lot of the public schools, uh, where you get kids from all walks of life. Sometimes you have bullying incidents, you have incidents where kids may uh, may suffer from some sort of depression or something, some disconnect. Uh, so what we did was we created a recess play program where our coaches come in during the school day and we support the schools during lunch and recess, setting up games, activities, and opportunities for kids to collaborate and lead programs and lead games so that we can kind of help the, the, the recess and the unstructured informal environment. Um, so we've done a lot of great things to uh, meet the needs of kids outside of just sports. That's awesome. That's so 
That's so important. And it's so great. And that's so great also to hear about the playground stuff, because I even just, you know, through consulting and stuff here, the kids, you know, have, I mean, and obviously I teach and sometimes they have trouble on the playground, but they're a little (laughs) smaller with someone because, you know, teachers are amazing, but some teachers are less amazing and they're just like, work it out, do what you need to do. So it's so nice to have some grownups there to facilitate like positive, um, positive teamwork and positive friendships. And, you know, even if you're not all best friends, that's fine. But to actually start getting kids to work together and seeing each other as like, you know, partners and assets. Um, Oh, you know what I wanted to ask too. So is this for, you know, boys, girls, any, any gender, anything, or you don't just work with dudes or do you? No, this, this, our, our programs, uh, most of our programs are co-ed, um, mm-hmm. especially our boys programs. Cool. Cause most of our boys programs, um, aren't specific just to boys. If girls are interested, we do include the females. Um, But we have recently um, piloted an all-girls program. Uh, We do a summer girls basketball camp. Uh, This is our second year hosting this all-girls basketball camp uh, just because sometimes the young ladies need their own space Mm -hmm. uh, to interact, um, you know, and grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, So most of our programs are co-ed, but we have just piloted an all-girls program. And we do, within our team program, have an all-boys mentoring program. Uh, So we, again, 90% of everything is co-ed, but we do have some specific uh, small projects that we do that are single sex. Yeah, no, that makes not feel like being 100% yourself with the opposite sex or you don't feel 100% comfortable or you need so I think it's a good idea um so how do schools partner with you like if a school if somebody was listening to this and they were like yeah so usually a school has um someone um on their staff that is in charge of community partnerships or community collaborations um what they would do is they will reach out to us uh we already have uh proposals uh on deck ready to support a school that may want our services. Uh, So basically uh, an organization or a school will reach out to us via either email or our website and uh, they will reach out and let us know what their needs are. And uh, we will set up a a, a meeting just to discuss what the possibilities are to see what the school's specific needs are because a lot of schools, especially schools that vary in size and demographic have different needs and Mm. um, you know, our network is pretty strong that, um, you know, our response is to see one, what the school needs, what their needs are, and then see if what we offer fits uh, the needs of the school. Uh, so uh, traditionally, a school will reach out to give and go saying, hey, we would like to talk about, you know, what you guys offer and see how much we offer. Because we don't only offer recess during the day. We also offer programs after school as well. And we also mm-hmm. do some weekend programming as well, just to make sure kids have adequate time to be active. Um, so, so again, just to go back to answer your question, uh, an organization or a school would reach out to us and then we will respond and set up a meeting where we could discuss what their needs are and then, and then go through the possibilities. Great. Awesome. That's great. Hey, okay. So everybody who's in a school, knows a school, works with a school, contest, give and go, bring them in. They will do wonderful things for you and your children. This is, I'm just putting you all on notice. Do it. 
And, yeah. a, and another thing is that uh, <laughs> we we really like to tap into the surrounding communities of the school. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't just bring, uh, you know, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but we don't go out into the suburbs and recruit people that's not from the community to work with the kids in the community. Like there, we really have no disrespect in that. That's, yeah, no. Yeah, we really <laughs> like to stand on uh, building villages and building communities to surround these schools because you know traditionally when I grew up. Uh, it was people that I saw walking down the streets that worked in my school. Like my lunch lady, I would see her on the weekends or I'm walking down the street with my mother. Like my lunch lady mm -hmm. knew my mom or <laughs> you know, the, the the head of school or the dean of school, they knew my mom. So there was a, a there was definitely a village type of feel. And we're trying to recreate that village type of feel through, you know, our hiring process and us bringing in volunteers from the community to try to work with the kids in the community. That's amazing, because that's how I feel about everything. That's what I say that play school is. I'm like, play school is a village. We all work together. We all help each other out. And that's just how I feel about everything. Like, I just feel like we all should be a village and we should all be supporting each other. But that's just, that's a whole other thing. But I love the village idea. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting that you say that, because I say that all the time about, like, just everything. Like, we all need to take care of each other. Um, no, because it's really awesome. And I don't know if you're actually looking for people, but if someone like wanted to work for you, with you, for you, um, what, what kind of people do you look for, for your programs? Like grown up people. So, so, so give and go has something for pretty much everyone. Um, during the summer, we do hire teens to come back and to come and work with our younger cool. age groups. Uh, so providing youth opportunities is big for Give and Go, um, especially given everything that's going on in the city right now. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of youth are crying out because they are lacking opportunities. So one of our big things is hiring teenagers for different jobs and different programs and projects, not just during the summer, but also with our weekend programming. Cool. Um, also, um, adults, anybody interested in sports? in arts and any type of play or people who have experience or have a, a passion for working with young people. Um, you know, we do invite you to apply. Uh, we do interview people from all walks of life. We do not discriminate against anyone. We want to create a diverse environment to reach uh, these diverse groups of kids that we serve. Mm -hmm. um, so, a, so traditionally a person would go to our website and they would go to the link that says get involved and you'd go to get involved and you fill out a volunteer or a staff uh, in, uh, inquiry form. Uh, mm -hmm. Once you fill out that inquiry form, just inquiring about uh, getting involved with Give and Go, um, myself or Caleb or Leanne or Carol would reach out to you and uh, set up an interview to see if it's a good fit. Um, so yes, we have staff opportunities but we also have volunteer opportunities as well we always have programs going on year round and we always need support so uh the more the merrier that's awesome and i and i you know i love that you're like all walks of life all people everyone needs to be represented and you know i think obviously that's super important for kids they all need to see themselves you know in the people that are mentoring them i mean and in movies and everywhere but we're talking about mentoring right <laughs> so that's great so if anybody wants to volunteer if you're looking for a job if you know someone who wants to work with kids this is an awesome program and awesome like and also andre is amazing and 
I, I think this is super cool because we were talking about this before. You also have a famous friend who loves your program as well. Yeah. Who who's your new like BFF? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Give and Go does have a a, a fairly new ambassador, and his name is uh, James McAvoy. Um, and and just just so you all know, if if you don't know him, he he is from many many a movie. And I will just say, because I'm a total nerd, he's from X-Men. And so you know him. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also from, like, Split and Glass and all these things. But, like, because I love X-Men, that's where I love him from. Um, so, yes, tell us more. Well, first of all, I'm a big, huge Marvel fan as well. Best friend, there we go. So, so to know that I have Professor Xavier on my team is kind of uh, is kind of awesome. Uh, so now we're trying to get all the Avengers together, <laughs> and everybody, the X Men, the Avengers, we want them all. Uh, the more oh, we yeah. can get people involved, the more we can fix the problems in the world. Um, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> nerd out for five. And we can all like we'll be be good people and everything and help and do wonderful things for the world. But also like you get to nerd out for a second. Like, Oh my God. You're here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. So, so, so the thing about James uh, is one, he's a great actor, but I didn't realize how, 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 how much of a great human being he is. Um, I didn't know about all the causes that he's supported and um, all the people that he supports all year round. Um, he's doing so many things for so many people. Uh, that just goes unnoticed sometimes. And uh, he's just so humbled, humbled about it. And he just carries it in a way that's just really, really, um, it's inspirational, to be honest. Um, so to have someone like James involved speaking on behalf of your organization, um, it means the world to me. Uh, we connected with James through one of my board members, uh, whose name is Ricky Staub, who's a uh, film director. I don't know if you guys have seen The Concrete Cowboy, Yes! Uh, but, oh my God, I loved it. Sorry. So, I so, 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 Ricky, Ricky is the, <laughs> Ricky's the, oh. <laughs> the director, of Concrete Cowboy. But he's also a board member with Give and Go. He got to see our work in the community and got involved and has been involved ever since. Uh, we also created a film together. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's on our our, our YouTube page and it's called The Cage Film. Uh, and it's kind of about myself and Caleb and what it's like for a teenager growing up in Philadelphia, um, you know, trying to chase his dream of playing collegiate sports. Uh, but back to James. So James, um, again, he's an ambassador for us. He supports us financially, he supports us emotionally. He, he gives us guidance, gives us support. And uh, we connected with him during the pandemic. Uh, when he saw a lot of problems going on in the world and he was looking around for someone who was out here active trying to fix these problems and um, came across some of our virtual content that we created during that time. And, um, you know, he got a closer look at what we were doing and he's been involved ever since. So to have someone of his caliber uh, supporting your organization, especially uh, being, you know, small town guy like myself from North Philly, uh, it just it just goes to show what you can do when you really commit your life to helping other people. Yeah, that is so awesome. That's so exciting. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. So cool. <laughs> and I'm also going to now have to look up your film and watch it. Um, so 
how can people, because you do have such an amazing organization, how can people donate if they wanted to donate? You talk sort of how they could donate their time, but how can they donate money to you guys if you, if they wanted to help you guys out? Uh, the best way to donate um, would be to go through our website, um, which helps. It's very super easy to do. Is our, our website is super uh, user-friendly. Uh, our website is give and go athletics.org slash get involved. So www.giveandgoathletics.org slash get involved and sign up as a monthly donor. Uh, monthly donations uh, directly support uh, membership fees for youth so that we don't have to turn kids away and that we can continue to offer programs to kids without them having to feel like they need to lose out because they can't pay, afford the fees or, or mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So um, giveandgoathletics.org slash get involved and sign up as a monthly donor is the best way to go. If, uh, if you decide not to go through the website, you can write a check and make it out to give and go athletics. And our PO box is PO box 56197, Philadelphia PA 19130. Awesome. Awesome. And listen, everybody should donate. Like I know this dude personally. Um, he is very famous around here. Um, I have friends who know him personally. Everyone who meets him loves him and he's doing incredible, incredible things. Um, so I wanted to know um, what are your sort of future plans for give and go? Like, where do you see this going? <laughs> like, where do you see this going? Where would you like to take it? Um, so one, um, you know, I've, I'm blessed to have been able to uh, leave my job, uh, as a therapist three years ago. And now I'm working with give and go as a full-time venture now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not making a lot of money, but I'm blessed to be able to do what I love and also be able to support my family at the same time. Uh, my partner, Caleb, I, I, you know, (laughs) again, no disrespect to his job, but I would love to raise enough money to free Caleb so that we can both take this on as a full-time venture. And if we mm-hmm. can both work this at the same time, imagine how many kids we can reach and how many we can help. So uh, one, I'd like to free Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make t-shirts and hats. <laughs> free Caleb! Free Caleb! <laughs> two. So two, um, right now we're sharing off, office space with an organization that's very awesome, the Brewery Town Sharswood neighborhood advisory council and the lower North Philly CDC. Uh, right now we're sharing space with them, but it's one of our goals is to buy a property in Brewerytown, Fairmount, where mm-hmm. we could, we could, it could be given goes home. Uh, I'd love to have an office in the neighborhood where families can come to us for support. I can have an office there where we can meet with people, have trainings, um, have a teen center and have like a, a safe haven for people and teenagers to come when they get out of school or during out of school time or on the weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, me having a background in therapy lo- would love to have like an office building in the neighborhood where we can offer therapy to people who may need it. Um, especially post pandemic. I feel like everybody has some level of trauma. So everybody mm-hmm. needs a little bit of therapy. So I'd love to be able to set up something in the neighborhood where we could provide that to families. And uh, third, um, is getting an athletic and arts 
wellness center where we can do it all and, and house all of our programs. Uh, wouldn't it be amazing if Give and Go had an, had a, had an athletic facility, athletics, arts, and wellness center where it would be like a safe haven and we can, you know, the schools can use the program, use our facility if they don't have adequate facilities. Uh, the high school programs, we can host large events, community events, family events. Uh, I think if we had a, a building in our own facility uh, in the neighborhood, I think that's like one of our biggest dreams. It's one of our goals. And um, this will be a big project. Uh, so it will require one support from the entire community in the form of time, talent, and treasure. Um, but that facility is like one of our biggest goals. We've been really, it's been a lot of chatter about it amongst our board of directors and amongst our coaches and even the kids. You know, we have a baseball team that operates right at Athletic Rec Center. And, um, you know, when it rains, we have to cancel practice. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could just take the kids indoors and we'd had a virtual reality baseball program and we had mm. batting cages where the kids can continue to build skills, whether it was raining, whether it was cold or not. Uh, an arcade, a place where kids can go and just have fun and it'd be a safe place. And the leadership would be people from the neighborhood that look like them and, you know, that believe in them. Uh, so one of our biggest dreams is to have our own athletic facility and um, it's going to take a lot of collaboration. I welcome any developer who wants to work on a project like this or to brainstorm trying to figure out how we can put something like this in the neighborhood so that we don't have to go out to Lancaster or we don't mm. have to go out to King of Prussia to find an awesome athletic facility. Um, so that's one of my biggest dreams. And uh, yeah. I can talk about that all day long, but that's no, one of my that's, biggest, biggest dreams. That sounds amazing. All right, listen, Fairmount, you know, let's go. Let's brainstorm together. If you know anyone, if you are someone, contact, give and go, because we all know people. Like, come on. We can help. We can totally do this. Let's go Fairmount. Let's go Brewery Town. The Let's city go. needs this. The city needs it. And it, it does. And, you know, it's really, really important. And just from seeing, you know, hearing you talk and even just, like, posts that you post on Facebook, something that seems well that should be important to everyone but you're really like seriously boots on the ground with violence in the city violence prevention like that like, do, like you, would you want to talk a little bit about that because you're super vocal about it and how you want to really really help obviously everybody does but not everybody talks about it you know super vocally also you put yourself in the middle of things too okay um <laughs> this is a very very personal topic for me because mm -hmm. uh, I neglected to mention this at the beginning is that uh, Give and Go was also birthed um, and founded through trauma. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know this story and uh, I neglected to tell this story a lot, but my younger brother, uh, who's probably more of a sweet human being than I am, um, got swept up and got caught up in, in a violent incident, which mm -hmm. uh, he was sentenced to 17 to 30 years uh, for a crime that happened that he was involved with and um, just caught up with the wrong group of individuals, wrong place, wrong time, wrong people, and just didn't have an outlet that would allow him to escape that situation. And it cost him half his life. And um, every day I carry that burden with me. And, um, you know, so every day when I see a teenager either going down the wrong path or making wrong decisions or 
uh, getting involved with the wrong people. I see them standing on the corner and just not making the best use of their time. Um, it really, really hits home for me uh, because it makes it makes me relive the traumatic experience that it was losing my brother when I heard him, um, you know, when I heard him get that sentence. Mm. Um, again, I'm, he ha he's not lost. Uh, he calls me every day, um, you know, and I still send him money every day. We talk on the phone. He sends me letters. Uh, you know, he hasn't given up on himself. I think, honestly, I think the work of Give and Go has been helping him. Yeah, so I guess, so So Give and Go gives my brother hope because he understands that he made a mistake and he understands that um, his experience and, and the things that he has had to go through could potentially help somebody else. And uh, I think he's eager to get home so that he can tell his story and prevent other young people from going down the same path that he went down and maybe they can have you know uh somebody who has went through it before give them information that they may need that might save their life or prevent them from being incarcerated or prevent them from visiting an early grave mm. so i think one um some of the issues going on in philadelphia uh with the violence is the result of us understanding that there was a problem for far too long and us turning the other cheek and ignoring that problem. And from us ignoring that problem so long, it's now grown to the point where now it affects everyone. And now we have no choice but to pay attention to it. But if we had only got to the root of that problem when we realized that it was a problem, and I'm talking about the powers that be, the people with the opportunity and people with the ability to solve mm -hmm. people's problems that choose not to. If we had just swallowed our egos and our pride and focus on those that needed support or needed, mm -hmm. or needed guidance or needed therapy, I think the city would be a better place right now. And right now, I'm not saying that it's too late because I do have hope. I have a, I have a lot of hope because I... Yeah. I see it in real time every day, Brandy. I, I work with teenagers. Uh, we have a, a, a partnership with the, uh, the Caring People Alliance where Give and Go goes in and we work with teenagers and we help them with arts, athletics, um, education and entrepreneurship. And I'm, I get to see in real time kids who are involved in the streets in some cases when just presented with some opportunity or just presented with the, the fact that people believe in them, how a person's life can change the trajectory just from having somebody in their corner. And there's a quote on our website, um, I'm successful today because I have people that believe in me and I don't have the heart to let them down. And it's just, sometimes it's as simple as having somebody in your corner, no matter what, that can help you reach your full potential. And uh, I did steal that quote from Abraham Lincoln, but it's very, very <laughs> To me, it resonates within me because I'm going to be honest, a lot of the success that I've had in life uh, came to be because I had people that believed in me, that were behind me. And I didn't want to let people down once I know that they believe in me. And um, I want to tell you guys a story. Uh, I told, I kind of mentioned this on Facebook briefly. And, um, you know, again, and I took the post down because I was afraid of how people would respond or how this specific young man would respond if he knew I was putting it out there like that. But I'm going to put it out there anyway. Mm -hmm. Is uh, I think I may have prevented a shooting this summer 
Yeah. Uh, I walked up to, uh, you know, not going to give too many details, but I walked up to a park and uh, there was a young man that was just, they just got finished playing basketball. So I parked up and um, I'm just eating my platter or my food and watching the kids play basketball. And then they just finished and they were shaking hands. And, you know, I coach at Community College of Philly. So it was some kids over there that looked like they had some talent. So I'm one of those coaches that would drive down the street and see a kid that's six foot five and I'd pull over and talk to him and ask him if they play <laughs> basketball and if they want to play ball and stuff like that. So I'm actively recruiting kids to try to go to college and play ball. So I decide to walk over to the court. But then as I'm walking over, I see two kids arguing and these kids are arguing and I see it's getting serious. Now, one of these young men uh, who, you know, perspective wise, he was facing me. And then the other kid he was arguing with, his back was to me. So the kid that was facing me, he could see me walking over the hill, um, you know, as they were arguing. And the kid that was looking at me, not looking at me, but the one that was facing me was a kid that was from the neighborhood that always asked me for a job. He always stops me and asks me for advice. He always be like, yeah, old head, man, you're doing such good stuff, man. We wish we had more people like you. Because a lot of these old heads, they don't care. They don't give a you-know-what. So he always, he's always very animated and energetic. Um, but I always stop and listen to him. Because I could easily be like, all right, yeah, yeah, you want a job, whatever, whatever. But I always stop and ask him, like, you know, so, so what are you interested in? What is your talents? You got a resume? You got this? Did you do that? So I'm always stopping and interacting just to give him a response to see how sharp and how serious he really is. But I stop and give him the time, even if sometimes it's a minute, sometimes it's 30 seconds, and he's a talker. So sometimes it's five minutes. <laughs> so from me spending that time with him, we built, I'd like to say, a relationship. It might not be a tight knit relationship, but it's a relationship. And in that instance, I'm walking over the hill. He has his bag in his hand. He's highly upset. It's obvious he's upset. He goes into his bag and he pulls out a gun. As he pulls out the gun, he cocks the gun to show everybody that he was serious. And next thing you know, everybody starts scrambling and running and it just becomes a whole traumatic event. And then in that instance, I stopped, I froze. But when I froze, I put my hands on my head. And when I put my hands on my head, he looked up at me. And when he looked up at me, he froze. And then when he froze, he put the gun back in his bag and he just walked away. And then I walked away. And then I came to a realization that, you know, something as small as just building a relationship with somebody that might seem insignificant in, in to you could mean the world to somebody. And it's like, I started to reflect on the fact that, again, even sometimes when this kid would stop me to talk to me, a lot of times I didn't want to talk to him, but I talked to him anyway, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, and, 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 and just that experience um, just, gave, just, just showed me that, you know, there's other people out here in the city that's more powerful than me, more influential than me. But imagine if we all just took the time, you know what I mean? And yeah. just connected with this generation of young people, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people feel like it's too late. I don't think it's too late. I honestly, I, 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 you know, I'm out in a community doing this work every day. Yeah. The problem is we need help. We need support.
you know? Um, and it could get discouraging, Brandy. We get, we've written hundreds of grants. We, we, we just started getting some grants to support our programs, but what, imagine if we got the million dollar grants. Imagine if we had uh, enough money to hire folks who are really interested in helping other people. Too often we, we got to turn people, like we lose quality people to full-time jobs all the time because mm-hmm. people have to put food on their plates. But imagine if we put funding and resources into organizations like Give and Go that support people that want to help people. Like just imagine if we really put paid people fifty, sixty thousand dollars to do that type of work. How much, how many lives we could change and how many people we can impact and how many people we can inspire. So the violence in this city right now, it's it, we are currently living in, you know, another pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the recipe is, you know, the recipe, the cure for that, the vaccine for that is going to be more people getting involved. You got to put resources behind it so that the people who are suffering can have some hope. And um, I'm committed to doing, you know, through this portal, through this, 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 this platform of give and go as much as I can. Um, I've, I've committed 12 years of my life to this work already. And um, I'm, I'm dug in so deep, there's no turning back now. Uh, but we're at the point where we know we're not going to stop. We're not going to quit. We're going to keep on pushing. But the more people that get involved now, I feel like we can really turn the tide in this city. This is the city of brotherly and sisterly love. And the only way we're going to do it is being a, is, is, is doing it and taking that village mentality and everybody getting involved, even if it's as small as $10 a month. Or even if you're only if you decide to donate two hours a month to help somebody, uh, and it doesn't necessarily need to be give and go. Just there's a lot of grassroots organizations out here doing great work, but they're struggling. So let's get involved, is what I would say. Get involved in what's going on, and let's start being a part of the solution instead of pointing a finger at who's not doing something or who's not doing their job or blaming it on the police or blaming it on the city. It's us as citizens of Philadelphia to fix the problems of Philadelphia. And I feel like we can do it if we stick together. Yeah. So listen, people out there also stop like just blaming everything and being just ignorant and angry and saying like, well, people are just violent. That's just what it is. Philadelphia. You know what? Shut up give money obviously there are ways or give your time there are ways to always reach kids i mean listen to like what you did just by looking at that kid just by giving that kid a few moments of your time when you saw him he it totally changed his mentality he looked at me he's like i can't i can't do this in front of andre like i can't have him see me like that i can't i have to be somebody else and how huge that is and you just friends in that moment not just for that kid, but for everybody else who was there, whose life you saved, who might wonder, like, who is that guy? Maybe I could, like, talk to him or, you know, change my life or think about what I'm doing. And, and that's huge in that moment, what you did. And how much more could you and your organization do for kids, for communities, for people? And how much hope could you give? Because that's the thing. 
I agree with you. When you have people that believe in you, it's also not just about like not letting them down. How can you believe in yourself if no one else believes in you? And I mean, yeah, we all see like Instagram memes, you know, of like yoga people or whoever that are like, "Um, I don't need anyone else to believe in me. I can believe in myself. And it's like, shut up. No, you can't. You do need, especially young people, need someone to believe in them. So they can believe in themselves. And, and that's what's so huge about what you're doing. Thank goodness for you. Thank goodness. Um, is there anything that we missed that you would want to talk about? Not that I could think of off the top of my head. First of all, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to join your platform to talk about these issues and talk about these topics. Because um, a lot of times, you know, in the hustle and bustle of, of working and running programs, we don't have enough time to sit back and reflect on, you know, a lot of things that are going on and things that we're doing and what needs to be done. So I want to thank you for sharing your platform with me and allowing me to, uh, you know, use this as an outlet to try to reach more people. So thank you. Anytime. Anything that you want to, anything upcoming that we should know about, anything that you want to sort of like promote to let people know that that's happening out and about and around? Well, in 2022, right before my birthday, we are going to have our very first uh, golf outing. So be on the lookout for that. Um, It's going to be a fundraiser. Uh, We're going to be looking for 50 foursomes to come out and golf and raise money for Give and Go. So be on the lookout for that next year in May. Uh, We also, this fall, uh, are going to do what we call a run raiser, not a fundraiser, but a run raiser, but it is going to raise funds and it's going to be fun. So it's going to be a run raiser. <laughs> um, so if you are a runner or a walker or somebody who just loves to be moving, uh, get involved with our run raiser. Um, I think it's going to be $35 donation. You donate $35. You join our Facebook uh, running group and we will do different challenges every week. Um, and every week, a different challenge is going to be put up. Uh, you're going to post your stories and your comments about your experience. And then, you know, every week we'll have a prize for the people who may have won the challenge or have done outstanding. Um, so so this run raiser uh, is led by our fabulous uh, administrative coordinator. Her name's Leanne Early. Uh, she's been such a blessing to give and go. Um, She's going to be leading this fun, uh, run raiser, her and Miss Carol Chimhow. Uh, so please reach out. Uh, we will be posting stuff on our website and on our Facebook page about how to get involved with our run raiser. Um, this is a big project for me because Caleb and I, when we first started giving go running and working out and getting moving was one of the ways that we would partner and talk about ideas of how we can support the kids. So we're using that idea to try to reach more people and get more people involved. So uh, if you're a runner or somebody who walks all the time or you know, you put on a little bit of pandemic weight and you're trying to get it off, let's get moving, let's do it together and uh, let's do it while also supporting the cause uh, through Give and Go. That's awesome. Um, and I am gonna say, yo, Fairmount, play school. We know, I know you people. I know we have runners. I know we have worker outers. So I'm going to definitely be up play school families asses to do this because they are there. We've got some, we've got some athletic friends. 
We've got some athletic friends <laughs> that like to run and do things. I, I'll donate and cheer y'all on. <laughs> <laughs> so I really do want to thank you for coming on and being here. And seriously, I mean, as if I hadn't said it a bajillion, flagillion times, this is the best. Andre is the best. This organization is incredible. It's doing such great things for Philly. And we all know that I love Philly and I'm such a Philly girl. And, you know, it's housed in Fairmount and we really know how much I love my Fairmount. But it's an amazing organization. Support it. Donate if you can, donate your time if you can, or even just, you know, like, you know, repost their stuff, get the word out. You know, I know everyone's in different spaces and places, but we can always, because you know we're all on Facebook and Instagram and blah, 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 all over the place, but you can always just repost their posts or give them a shout out so people are aware. Um, yeah, just support, support my pal. Yeah. Someday you and I will get to I mean we've sort of had a drink together in passing you were in the same place that I was but someday we will actually sit down and hang out and bring that baby of yours because flipping cute so flipping cute just follow Andre and give and go stuff because sometimes there's just a really cute baby head playing drums and being crazy just do what you can and andre thank you we are all so lucky to have you thank you for saving philadelphia and the world i will see you soon bye thank you, thank you very much <laughs>Thanks for hanging with me here. Again, I'm Brandy Davis, your parenting partner, and you can find me on Instagram at Parent Coach Brandy. You can find me on Facebook at Brandy Davis C-A-F-C and on Twitter at C-A-F-C Brandy. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your questions. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your comments and I'll chat with you again soon. I can't wait.